0: Welcome to All Things Prophetic with Keith Ferrante. Get ready to learn about seeing in the spirit, hearing God, partnering with angels, understanding dreams and visions, and most of all, how to honor the presence of Jesus so you can go higher into the heavenly realms. Here we go. All right. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Good to see you. Good to I'm glad you're on here. This is Keith Ferrante with All Things Prophetic. I am excited about what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how prophecy releases hope. This podcast is All Things Prophetic. You know, if you got some questions, some things you want to get answered, you can put them on here. You can put them on a comment below my podcast or we actually have a All Things Prophetic Facebook private group as well. You can get on there. It's free. All you got to do is just go to All Things Prophetic on Facebook with Key Ferrante, sign up and put your email in there and it'll put you in there and then you'll also be able to get some uh, great questions answered and dialogue with some folks and have some interactions. And this morning we're going to be talking about how prophecy releases hope. You know, hope is the expectation and the excitement about good things coming into your life. I love to use the illustration of Tigger versus Eeyore. Tigger is the picture of excitement, bounciness, in the, Winnie Pooh, in the Winnie the Pooh series, bouncy, jumping over this and that, you know, obstacles come his way, he jumps over. Eeyore is the picture of depression and lack of hope, hopelessness. Someone that's just a rain cloud is continually following them. They're never able to get over a circumstance. And listen, you can be one or the other. Now in Christ, hope is a part of Christ. The You know, um, Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Now the one inside of you is full of hope. You no longer live, Christ lives inside of you. So the one inside of you, the natural tendencies of the one inside of you is hope, is excitement. Christ, he's defeated, he's conquered every sin and death, and he's defeated the world, he's conquered the world, he's overcome it, all of its obstacles, he's been tempted in every way, yet was without sin. He overcame all those things, and he's inside of you. He's given you the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. And so you have the ability to have hope, which means good is going to come to me, good is going to come. Things are going to get better. That's how you should naturally live the The thinking and the thought processes that are not thinking about life getting better and things going better and, and breakthrough happening and good things happening this year and good things happening in your family and in your finances and your body. Those are not what is in heaven because in heaven there is no enemy. God has defeated the enemy and you're sitting in heavenly places. Christ is in you. You're sitting in heavenly places. And so there is this hope inside of you. I remember a few years ago I was I was you know having some negative thoughts and the Lord's like, do I have negative thoughts, Keith? Am I beating myself up? Am I thinking bad thoughts? I said, no. And he says, am I inside of you? I said, yes. He's like, well, then why are you having negative thoughts? Because if you truly believe, Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live. What, what peace do you believe still lives inside of you? You know, and so it's like I had to begin to think through that. You know what? The one inside of me is hope filled. Uh, Fix your thoughts on things above. Scripture says Colossians 3, where you are seated in heavenly places. You are sitting in heaven in Christ You're sitting in the place of God. You know, he has conquered the world. There is no devil up there. He's not in a battle against the devil. He has conquered the world. He is inside of you. He is waiting for the his enemies to be made his footstool through you. And how do you make enemies, the enemies, the devil, you know, your footstool, the footstool of Christ inside of you? Well, you choose the thoughts that are above. What we're warring with, we're warring against. Thoughts. We're warring against principalities and powers and every lofty thought that sets itself up against the knowledge of Christ. Christ, what is what is the knowledge of Christ? It's the victory. He's the victory. He's overcome the world. Even our faith has overcome the world. It's Christ. It's his faith. It's what he did in us and for us and to us that gives us victory. So how are you gonna have hope? How are you gonna have excitement? You know, if you're if you don't resonate with the finished work of Jesus. If you're looking at your nation, your country, your you know, your city, your political situation, your financial situation in your city, your economics of your personal life, of the city, of the region, of the nation, of your family, all those things, and you're not getting hope, you're not getting excitement, you're getting the doom and gloom, and wow, it's getting worse, and the devil's going to take over, and AI is going to rule, and you know, all of these sort of things that we get in our head, the Antichrist, and this and that, you're missing the whole point, he's conquered the world. What point of its finish do you not get? He has finished. He has finished it. He's defeated the devil. He has taken off his feet. He's taken off the arms. He's disarmed principalities and powers in Colossians 2. It says making a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them at the cross. Jesus defeated the devil at the cross and then he says, nah, 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 nah. I defeated you. He made a public spectacle. He made a show, a sham. He laughed in their face. He laughs. Psalms 2 8 says he laughs at the enemies. He laughs, he laughs, he laughs, he laughs, he laughs. You need to laugh. Laughter is a part of joy and Joy is a part of hope. Romans 15 says that the God of hope will give you all joy and peace as you trust in him so you can overflow with hope by the power of the Spirit. So joy is a sign that you have some hope in you, that you have some expectation that good is coming to you. If you do not have hope, if you do not have joy, you'll not have hope. And if you do not have laughter, you'll not have joy. And the one inside of you, he laughs. He laughs at the world. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. He laughs at the devil. Whoa, (laughs) And he's inside of you and you need to start laughing. You need to start laughing at your circumstances. You need to (laughs) say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. The one inside of you, boom, he's bigger than all obstacles. You need to get some hope. You need to get some excitement. You need to get some tigger anointing. You need to start bouncing and jumping and getting excited about what God is doing. And then you're going to be able to start seeing victory in your life. If you don't have hope, you're not going to have faith. Faith is sight. Faith is the ability to see when the obstacles around you look impossible. Faith is the ability to know, I know, I believe, I am persuaded that he is able and he will deliver me. He will bring me into victory. He will give me the victory. And so you need to have some hope. Man, I feel a preach. Do you feel it? Man, I feel some joy because you can't preach about hope and joy without getting some. You have to have some. I have to war for joy. I have to war for hope. I have to war from hope. I have to war from joy. You know, we have to fight this every day. So let me give you three keys. Three keys on how to Use prophecy to release hope into your life because you need that excitement. How do you use prophecy? How do you use the prophetic? You know, the, the uh, Revelation says this, of uh, uh, Revelation 19, the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. So literally the testimony of Jesus, the finished work of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And what is prophecy? It is foretelling. It is foretelling. It is speaking to your future It is causing your future. It is saying, good stuff is going to happen to you, future. Good stuff is going to happen to you, the future of today. You can speak to your day today and say, you know what? I'm prophesying to today that it's going to get better. It's the testimony of Jesus. What Jesus did yesterday, as you prophesy, it is releasing. Better things are going to come today, tomorrow, this month. You have to war with that because what is warring against you? Doom, gloom, depression. It's getting worse. Fear, foreboding. Torment, torture, you know, the devil's getting bigger, you know, the world is going to blow up, you know, bombs are coming, terrorists are coming, fear, our government's falling, all of these things. And we have to war against that thing with hope. We cannot live under that. You know, let me tell you, if you want to have hope, you got to turn off the gloom and doom. Just fast negativity, just fast fear, just fast. You know, the greatest terrorists out there are not the bombers. The greatest terrorists out there are the doom and gloomers. That's the greatest spirit of fear and terror that you can ever listen to and receive. And you can release more terror by releasing negativity. Ah, you know, things are getting worse. Ah, yeah, it's just a sign of the end of the times. You can be a doom and gloom terrorist or you can be a hope releaser. You can be one that releases the bombs of hope. What is the bomb? It's not beyond. OMB. It's B-A-L-M, the balm of Gilead. You can release the balm, the healing salve of hope and let the blessing of the Lord, you know, just add to you every day. Let his blessing expect every day. Psalms 23, that goodness and mercy are going to follow you all the days of your life and you're going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You should expect that goodness and mercy, that those are angels, those are angels, and they're running. They're chasing you down to, to release goodness into your life, to release mercy. as says, mercies are new every morning. Do you believe that? Do you believe that today? Wow, I get something that I don't deserve. Woo! That's what mercy is, is getting something you don't deserve. You believe that. Do you believe that goodness is chasing you down, that it's hunting you down, it's trying to find you, it's trying to latch onto you, instead of you believe that, you know, Enemies getting you, fear's getting you, lust is getting you, anger's getting you, bad things, curses are coming at you, all, or do you believe that blessings are following you? The blessing of the Lord brings wealth and he had no harm to it. Listen, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth. He wants to bless you. You should expect that those things are chasing you down. So here's your three keys of how to use prophecy to release hope. You have to, first of all, read your prophetic words often. If you don't read what God has said you're going to be in the future and what's going to happen to you and what God is going to do and who you're going to become, who are you're becoming, who your family is becoming, what's the breakthroughs that are going to come, the financial breakthroughs, the dreams you're going to fulfill, all those things that prophecy does and releases, you're not going to have hope. You're not going to have excitement about the future. So whenever I wake up in the morning, I just feel this residual negativity, this, 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 you know, this heaviness. You know what I do? I have to get out my prophetic words. Some of them are on my phone. I just, every time someone prophesies, even if they give me a one-sentencer, Keith, I just feel the Lord is saying about you that you're going to have... Breakthrough 2018 is going to be the year of breakthrough. Listen, take that for yourself. I got that. Few folks have given me that. 2000, you know what? I get up and I read that. Wow, 2018 is going to be the, my year of breakthrough. Keith's year of breakthrough. Woo! Praise the Lord. I'm going to get breakthrough. You know, I've had breakthrough in 2017 and 2016 and every year, but I need it for now because the enemy's saying, Yeah, you're not going to have breakthrough. It's going to get worse. Listen, Jesus defeated. He took off the feet of the devil. He took off the arms. He disarmed him. But you know what? You got to shut his mouth too because Jesus shut the mouth. Colossians 1 says, you are free of accusation and blameless if you continue in the faith. In other words, the accuser, his mouth gets shut over your life. How does it get shut? You release the stronger voice of prophecy in your life. That's a good word. How do you release accusation? Release prophecy. How do you, how do you stop accusation? How do you shut his mouth? Release prophecy. Prophecy release the Word of the Lord. Release God's mouth. Shut down the devil's mouth. Shut his mouth down from talking to your ear, and begin to declare over yourself, read over yourself, until you find hope. I read prophecy. I scroll down through my prophecies, and then I have a notebook. I get in my notebook, and I type out my prophecies. I have two notebooks. They're probably 100 pages in one of them, typed out. Wow, look at all those prophecies I've received over the last 20 years. I'm 43 years old, but I didn't start receiving prophecies really until I was in my 20s 20s and getting intentional about them. But I war with them. I get them out. I read them often. And then what do I do? Number two, how do you have, how do you use prophecy to release hope? I have to declare them. It's not just good enough to read them. I read them until I find something that gives me hope. And then I stick on it. If, you know, I might be reading through a lot of prophecies that at one time might really stick out, but right now they're not. I got to find something that's going to stick out for my personal situation right now. And so I get it out. And then what happens is I find something that fits today. What I'm worried about today, finances today, you know, uh, relationships, advancement. Am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to build this? Am I going to be able to follow this dream? All those kind of things. Find something to then get... a a prophecy around, and then what happens is I get around it and I meditate over that prophecy. Just like I meditate over the Bible, I meditate over the living word as well, the rhemas of my day, the the living pieces that God releases from heaven through prophetic words, through the saints. You know, the scripture says, encourage one another daily. What is prophecy? It's encouragement. That's one of the things it is. So I'm going to receive the prophetic words that I've received from others, and then I'm going to encourage myself with those words, and I'm going to declare them out. I'm going to take in another step. I'm going to declare them out, and I'm going to say, God, you said I'm the head of not the tell. You said 2018 would be a year of breakthrough. You said I would get breakthrough in this era. You said I would become the leader in this. You said I would have my family would follow you. You said goodness and mercy would follow me. You said, Lord, and I begin to declare it out, and I, and I begin to remind the Lord of it until my heart, my soul begins to boast because I'm trying to get my soul, my emotions, in my mind to connect and to sync up. Even though I'm one with Christ, I don't live any longer. You know, Christ lives inside of me. Woo! That's awesome. But you know what? Sometimes my emotions are like, no, you're, you're negative. You're depressed. You're worried. You're afraid. My thoughts are like, all things but, but good thoughts. You know, Scripture says, think about whatever is good, lovely, pure. You know, all those things. Think about those things. In Philippians, it says rejoice. You know, it's like be, begin to remind yourself of all the good things. Think about those things. But sometimes it's like, I don't want to think about those things. The enemy bombards you. That's the warfare. We have a warfare. He bombards you with negativity. And I have to remind myself, you know what? I have the mind of Christ and in Christ is good thoughts. And prophecy reminds me. Those are thoughts those are heaven's thoughts over me. Those are, those are who I am. And so I began to declare them out. I began to come. I'm the one that overcomes. My children will serve the Lord. I'm a good father. I have an influence. You know, f- my finances are growing. My breakthrough is growing. The nations are coming. The business is growing. This and that. All the things, anything that I'm worried about and afraid about and you know discouraged about, I make a personal declaration of all those things. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing that I do is I call the things that are not as though they are. That is the key. That's the father of our faith, Abraham. Call the things that are not, Romans 3 and 4. Call the things that are not as though they are against all hope, Abraham and hope believe. See, today we're talking about hope. Prophecy releases hope. And Abraham, against all hope, against all odds, Abraham and hope believed, and so became the father of many nations, just as it's been said, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, since he was about 100 years old, yet he did not waver to unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. So listen, Abraham did what you and I have to do. He remembered the promise, the prophetic word that was declared over him, that he was going to be the father of many nations, even though he had no children. And he believed even though his body was dead, his his wife's body, they could not have children. They were past the age of childbirth. But he, against all hope, believed. Woo! Come on, get some joy. Get some joy. Call your spirit up. Joy is a part of hope. You gotta start stirring up joy. Laughter is a part of joy. Thanks is a part of joy. Start getting it. And he was persuaded. Hope is the seed bed for faith. You cannot have faith without hope. So if you want to have faith, you're gonna have to get some hope. You're gonna have to get some excitement. Now nah, you should tw- tweak that. Hope is the seed bed for faith. You need that. And, the, and listen, this is why it was credited him as righteousness. The words that was credited to him were written were, were written were not written to him alone. Listen, because he believed, he was declared righteous. He was declared right with God. God said, you and I are good. We're in good standing. You're sitting before me, Abraham. All things are going to happen. And you know what happened. We know what happens. Abraham believed against all odds. He kept declaring it out. And then what happens? The promise came to pass. What was impossible became possible against God. He called the things that were not as though they were. That is one of the things that prophecy does. It speaks into your life, and it says, you know what, you cannot have children, but nine months from now, you're going to have a child. Listen. By the Spirit of God, I've prophesied over people. Some people I didn't know could not have child. And I said, you know what? By the month of April, you were going to have a child. And that person, they said, you know what, Keith? We've been barren. We haven't had, had children for 10 years. They had a child 10 years. But we've not been able to have 10. And you know what? They took it and they believed it. They wrestled with it. They declared it out. They declared out the prophecy. And in the month of April, they had yeah, uh, uh, you know their child. Maybe I don't remember. It was probably before then that I declared it, but they they concede, and then in, in April they had the child. And so you know, listen. Some in some, I've had other people that I say, you know what? I see that you're supposed to have a child, and his name is John. Does that mean anything to you? They said, yeah, we're 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 barren. We can't have children. We had a you know we wanted to have a child, and we were going to name him John. So they 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 agreed. The prophetic word that I said over them were true, but they were like, you know what? I don't receive that word. I please don't say it. I can't agree with it. I cannot have, I cannot bear to try to have hope again because you know, we've tried many times and we not did not have a child. So you could be the person that gets a prophecy and it's true and you even get a word of knowledge like, like that person got. You're gonna have a child and its name is John and you can say, you know what, I don't believe that. Wasn't that what happened to John the Baptist and Zachariah and Elizabeth? Zachariah and Elizabeth, they knew the story about Abraham. And they had an angel come to them, Gabriel, and he said, you're going to have a child. Your wife's going to have a child. And he didn't believe. He laughed. He, didn't, he, didn't, he, 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 just, he just didn't think it was possible. And so what happened was he got struck silent. His mouth was shut silent. There was Zechariah and then there was Abraham. They were both in the same circumstance. Abraham had the child. Now God was gracious to Zechariah and Elizabeth, but he shut his mouth for nine months because he didn't want them declaring negativity. Sometimes it's like, well, how come good stuff's not happening in your life? Why is it not happening? Because you don't have hope. Because you're not declaring good things are happening. You're not taking your prophetic words and declaring them. You're not calling the things that are not as though they are. You have to war with it. You have to say, my children will serve the Lord when they're so far away from God. You have to say, my finances, I am going to be the head and the tail. I'm going to have an awesome business. It's going to be the leading businesses in its Industry. I'm going to be the first of my family line to have breakthrough financially to this level because the word of the Lord has declared that. And you have to war with it, declare it, and war with it, and war with it, and declare it and get up until you find joy, until you find excitement. And then what do you do? And when you find that excitement, then you start praising the Lord. Then you start resting. Then you start putting feet to your faith. Then you start, what is the first step that I need to do to bring that word to pass? Because, you know, I am that. And you begin to leverage it. But you know what? Before you can get anywhere, you have to have prophecy in your life to release hope. Because hope is going to actually help see what you want to see come to pass in your life. So these are the thoughts. These are the thoughts of all of, of, of my conversation today. I hope you're, you're being blessed by them. I hope they're ministering to you today. I've enjoyed this. I've received a lot of fire. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of fire out of this. And so I just pray for you, the God of hope, will fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you can overflow with hope by the power of the Spirit today. I just pray that you would take a fast this month on negativity, this January, whatever month you're in. You would take a fast on negativity. You would take a fast on hopelessness and discouragement and worry. You would choose hope and you would begin to declare out your prophecies. You would begin to declare out the word of the Lord, you would find your prophecy. Maybe you're waking up, you're listening to this and you're discouraged. You're like, ah, I don't, good stuff is not going to happen to me. I'm in, I'm in negativity. Listen, just get a prophecy. Maybe if you don't have a good prophecy that you can remember, get in the Word of God. Pick a verse out of there that's uplifting and and pick it and and use it as a prophetic word for your life. Say, you know what? If, if you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be the head and not the tail and you're going to become the head, not the tail. Just pick it, meditate over it, start declaring it out, start believing it. Against all hope, believe like Abraham and become a testimony so that others, so that your family line won't have to wrestle with the things you've had to wrestle with. Bless you. Have an awesome day. God bless you. Have a great day.